Inspiration, motivation, appreciation, fun, need, passion, will, wish, wonder, and expectation. The balance, positivity, and counterweight, hope and defeat. A hundred thoughts for uplift and a hundred that bring us back down. Why do we always dance around what we mean or feel or desire? Stand up to the bullies at school or work or in the family. Voice that which remains silent within us. The overwhelming explosion of raw emotion that deserves to be released, but that which remains imprisoned within us. Why? Take time out. Be alone. Welcome the alone time. But not with social media or a book or your mobile Netflix account. Go for a walk. Alone. Sit in a cafe alone. Think, feel, observe, and identify. What do I want? We should ask ourselves, what do I like? Feel the same smile when you remember what made you happy. Once achieved, this should be our target. In essence, and in words, these thoughts are what Tanya reflects on in this latest podcast with her. It's not through design or planning, but where the conversation naturally leads. And it is thrilling to join her on that journey, as always. And so for the last time in 2021, thank you, Tanya, for opening up. Tanya, it's so good to have you back um it, it almost i can almost say god it's been such a long time but this is our normal interval isn't it it's like one month apart yeah that's true hello everyone hello zach <laughs> i'm happy to be back <laughs> the yeah, seventh it's... time <laughs> yeah i tell you lucky for some huh yeah. i can't man, i can't if you would have told me in uh, april i i wouldn't have believed it that we will do that many podcasts. That's a, yeah, that's great. and yeah, well, the first seven of many, many more. I hope. I mean, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> twenty twenty one is at an end, but uh, luckily life goes on, um, and uh, I look forward to more, so many more wonderful topics and uh, chats with you. I, I think, you know, what was really, um, in many ways, something I have to touch on because when we first sort of spoke, it was. You know, it was a very the interesting topic of um, sensuality, sexuality. And, and for me, that was like, wow, this is a real challenge. This is a real adventure for me to talk about uh, a topic which a lot of people consider to be taboo. Um, that was like, um, for me, a, a real dive into the unknown. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean. You know, and, and we could always talk about you know those topics because I think there's so much that you can throw in there. Um, but w we've diversified so much, haven't we? It's not like we've stuck yeah. to one particular area, is it? No, we didn't. No, no, we spread, <laughs> which is amazing, which is great. I love diversity. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've said it many times. You know, yeah. uh, be beauty is in the diversity. Yeah. Um, yeah, fantastic. So just quickly, how have you been, uh, Tanya? What's what's kind of new with you? Mm, I've been good. I mean, the last po last podcast we did was on a, a quite hard topic. Uh, uh, it was only, I think, three weeks after my dad died. Um, but it was um, a very, very nice, very good opportunity uh, for me to to share my my thoughts and my feelings. And uh, by the way, I got some feedback on that particular podcast where people were um, actually saying thank you for sharing those um, those messages and those thoughts, and yeah, like thanking the two of us for having had this um this talk um yeah 
that was quite um, touching. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, you inspired um, a number of uh, conversations also with uh, some of my students. So th this topic came up um, and we, we debated it. And yeah, the, the, as you said at the time, um, and we don't necessarily have to dwell on it, but it yeah. really is a topic that is um, undernourished. People don't talk about it enough. People do push it away. And um, you know, there is a possibility of having a uh, you know a positive talk about how we feel it's best to you know in a dignified manner um, discuss how we choose to prepare mm. our family for the inevitable. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be um, unprepared. It doesn't have to be um, a tragedy from from start to finish. I mean, administratively. You know, because mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so from there on, um, the last couple of weeks, I've been doing fine. I um, I've continued dancing at least until a week ago, because now we cannot dance anymore because of the uh, rising COVID numbers. Um, and the regulations and um, I was able to uh, deep dive a bit more in my new job which was um, which was and is interesting and exciting uh, getting to know new people getting to know new um, responsibilities yeah so well I've, I've been doing fine I'm kind of uh, preparing myself for the end of the year like uh, it's uh, I'm I'm a particular summer sun and warm person. So starting with uh, 30 degrees uh, Celsius, um, that is like the temperature I'm like getting awake. <laughs> That's like my comfort my comfort zone. Like um, um, so, winter temperature is not that much uh, my my thing, but. Uh, uh, in the last couple of years, I started like uh, I can't get enough of hot tea, hot chocolate, candles, in in incenses, uh, particular kind of music, uh, uh, reflection, uh, reviews, uh, whatever. Like um, yeah, all these things. So um, cozy and cuddling, going to sauna, going to sport, yeah, going outside for a walk in the forest, meeting friends, yeah. That kind wow. of stuff. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. So I think it's fair to say you know how to keep yourself busy. Um, yes. Yeah. I I know. I think I learned how to do good to me. You say mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to to. You just did. Yeah. 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 To look after yourself. Basically. Yeah. To look after myself. Yeah. I didn't know much about that for quite a long time, but I um, I learned. I learned. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Again, I mean, th those little sentences that, you know, I didn't for such a long time. And then, you know, it, inherent within that is a struggle, is a learning process and then you know, an achievement, you know, a hurdle overcome and then a target reached. So you know, th this is one of the many things which is so fascinating in talking to you, um, a sort of throwaway statement. And yet within that. There's also quite a lot of uh, a lot of history. Yeah, there's there are a lot of blood bloody nose uh, bloody noses like my one my nose got bloody. <laughs> <in the bottom. laughs> so I was falling down many times. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. So it was a hard learning <laughs> sometimes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 also uh, a little bit proud of the things I was able and allowed myself to learn during the last year. So, yeah, and I have the intention to to continue. So mm. let's see where this where this journey brings me. There. Yeah, well, well, I mean, yeah, I can't wait to hear some of the destinations that you reach on the way. Um, 
But it also, you know, in, it's always the case that you say something which sort of naturally leads us into the main topic. And, you know, we, we kind of talked about it a bit yesterday. And mm -hmm. when I suggested it, you were like, yep, that's something that I've wanted to talk about anyway. So um, that's also quite funny um, how often that happens. But I, there's this uh, on, on LinkedIn, Ted um, often throws in these wonderful quotations, which lots and lots, you know, thousands of people like and some people comment on and so on. Um, but this particular one, as much as I love and respect Ted and so many of the, the fantastic presentations that they've given, this one for me left a bit of a question mark. Um, mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I, I'd like to hear more of what, uh, what your thoughts are on it. Um, so just to read it, it's quite a short one. A person who feels appreciated will always do more than what is expected. So, um, yeah, I mean, listening to that, you know, what are your sort of first reactions? And then after that, we can sort of jump into um, a bit more analysis. Well, there are two reactions. The first reaction is like, yeah, that is right. And then the second reaction is that it sounds quite calculated and maybe also a bit manipulative. Mm. So it depends on which, uh, like, who who is saying, who is using this quote with whom or against whom, you know, who is addressing whom. Yeah. Um, I think that appreciation um, is... A, a key um, like a key element of um how we as human beings um yeah should treat each other i mean we, we all need appreciation because it gives us a confirmation you know and it is something which mm, um i mean there's this thing of self-worth You know, yeah. like uh, it is so easy to say, like uh, each one of us should know about um, his or her self-worth. But we all, even the the most conscious person and even a person who is uh, very aware of uh, uh, his or her own self-worth has also bad days. And then... And then to get the appreciation from outside is a nice thing. And even if you have a good day, appreciation from the outside is nice because it's, as I said before, it's a confirmation. I mean, if you and appreciation can have many faces, it can be uh, the, the, I don't know, the look of uh, your partner, the, the hug of a friend, uh, the smile of a stranger, uh, a, a dog coming or a, an animal coming towards you, you know, not being shy. It's like appreciation can have so many faces and facets. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I I think that's absolutely part of it. I mean, you also mentioned, I think you mentioned social media, um, but um, if you didn't, then I was, it, it thought just occurred to me. But I mean, is this also not one of the reasons why social media took off in such a big way? It's because people were basically uh, put in a situation where they could f feel a sense of appreciation coming from others. I mean, you mentioned the word sort of confirmation. I mean, this is what we get, isn't it? When, when you send a message out on, on, on Facebook or to a friend and then, you know, oh, I miss you, I love you, I send you hugs. And then the friend sends you hugs back and then somebody else sends you hugs as well. This is like a bit like that confirmation that you were talking about, isn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. But I think, I mean, um, mm, I mean, you have your audience is like English speaking, but you also have uh, people who are listening to it in Germany. So maybe like for me, appreciation and confirmation would be the difference in German would be appreciation is Anerkennung. And confirmation is bestätigung. Mm -hmm. So that is how I, as a non-native English speaker, would would uh, would understand it. Mm. Do you understand it the same way? Because I mean, yes, this yes, would yes. be like the very basis, no? Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, but, 
sorry please no and with regard to what you said to social with regard to social media what you just mentioned is i think social media is a lot about confirmation mm-hmm. a lot about confirmation but yeah also about appreciation yeah I mean, because mm-hmm. appreciation comes from the, the Latin to price, so yeah. to to give a value. Yeah. Uh, and and I feel that there is in it's perhaps loose, but it's still there. There is a strong link between uh, receiving confirmation mm-hmm. and feeling valued as a result of it. Hmm. Hmm. And and I feel that's what social media gives in many ways, because it, it kind of makes us feel relevant. It makes us feel important. It makes us feel observed, recognized and therefore valued. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like it makes you feel seen. No? And mm-hmm. I think like I mean, this is the the, the I guess it's the base of um, um getting confirmation and appreciation because it gives us the feeling or it can give us the feeling the um yeah to that we that we are seen that people see us how how we are or how we want to be or how we want others to see us you know mm, yeah. or how yeah yeah I mean, we, we've also, I know we're slightly deviating from the quotation, which we will come back to. We we'll come back to it, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, over the last 20, 25 years, what we've seen is a gradual opening in many ways to society. So people have become, or society has become more open, more accepting towards greater variations of diversity within society. Mm-hmm. Not every element of society, mm-hmm. of course, but in general, uh, thankfully. Um But do you remember in the 1990s, there was like a platform online called Second Life. And essentially, this was very popular at the time because it allowed people who perhaps felt unfulfilled in their real lives to then venture onto this um, second life, this alternative life. And they could be anybody they wanted to. And within that realm, sometimes they felt appreciated. Um, what I'm trying to say is, do you think that a, a part of the message of what perhaps people like yourself and I um, have tried in some ways to promote is that um, if you feel as a person that you have so much to offer um, in, a, in an avatar of yourself, should we not take confidence from that and simply put that also into our real life profile you know you know as you said before many times if you like something do it if you have a passion for something pursue it yeah i mean i'm 100% with you the only there's only a little little tiny little challenge it's fucking hard to do that <laughs> like, you know, i mean excuse my french i did, i i i said it on purpose purposely like that but and it is yeah i know i'm saying this because i think um we have to stress and repeat and repeat and repeat all over again because it is so hard it is so easy to say if you have a passion for something follow it if it if, if you want something go for it But it is so, so hard um, sometimes. And it takes, sometimes it takes a lot of work to to even do the first step in this direction. So I can, I, I can perfectly understand why a person would, I mean, I actually don't know this second life thing but uh i i imagine it's like a role play or um uh, something like that and yeah. um um you it is not easy to show yourself to because it gives it gives you sometimes the feeling of get stripped naked mm-hmm. you know i mm-hmm. mean um And to show yourself has a very many dimensions. I mean, to um, for, for I have friends, they would never ever go and sit alone in a coffee bar and enjoy a coffee. 
because they it's it's the pure horror for them to imagine to sit alone in a coffee bar you, you know it's like like i mean the the reasoning behind it is like what could other people think but i'm mm. all alone here you know so i don't have any friends i don't have you know mm. and and then and then you have others for them it's like very natural to do this or it's even uh, they really crave for it like oh my god i would dream about having half an hour on my own in a coffee bar you know mm. like yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah there are so many layers i think there are so many layers to it um if you i think the first step is to decide like consciously I want to show myself and then it depends on which way do you want to show yourself um, in your job, in your hobby, with your family, uh, with other people, with your thoughts, with your emotions. Um, yeah. I mean. I mean, consider, for example, you're, you're, you're doing your job um, huh. and you're very good at your job um, and your boss is well done. Um But then within your job, there's also, let's say, a creative element or at least a possibility for you to introduce a creative element. Mm -hmm. But you are a little bit shy because you, you, that puts everybody's focus on you. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, can you compare, for example, the, the feeling somebody would have for getting a, a well done, a pat on the back from doing a normal task within your job and the appreciation you would feel? or the, how you would feel for being appreciated for contributing something that you were really passionate about. Yeah. Um, wouldn't that more or less double or triple the sensation? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's like the only thing is that, like, I really believe that we are not programmed like that. Because in this case, the person, uh, or in your in your example, let's let it be me, like, I would, uh, I would, panic and think all the time i that that's the thing that the difference is of thinking positive thinking negative like which scenario are you feeding which wolf are you feeding you know the positive one or the negative one like a person who thinks in the way you just described it you know and thinks on the on the gain and on the reward would definitely go and and fill this creative aspect but a person who thinks um mostly within the the frame of a negative scenario would think like oh my god no i'm definitely not going to embarrass myself that the stakes are too high so that the risk is too high mm. and i think this is this is the obstacle many many uh, many of us are are facing that it's the um, the price tag that comes with it mm. you know yeah and we I, all have that like i mean i have i have uh, uh i have i don't know issues thoughts uh where it's for me easy to 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 get stuck in the positive scenario and you know off you go you know you just go for the risk and then you have other things where it's like oh no better not not at this stage yeah maybe when i feel different maybe in five years maybe if this and that and that but if we start thinking like that then again we make ourselves dependent on the outside you know like in mm. this in the case you you were you were in your example you know the person could say like yeah the creative aspect it's great but maybe i'm not uh, good enough so yeah maybe in two years You know, mm. and then you are postponing it and you are actually postponing yourself. Yeah, well, you may even be canceling it because who knows if the same opportunity would arise exactly. in two years. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the example I, I gave is not too sort of dissimilar to things that I've sort of experienced myself in the past. And, mm. and th there have been many occasions when I just sort of thought to myself, to hell with it, just say it and do it. Mm -hmm. Um But there have been equally numerous occasions when I've said to myself, yeah, but if I put myself forward, I'm almost like showing off, aren't I? I'm like saying, yeah, look, I can do this. I can do that, blah, blah, blah. And you guys can't. Um, but that's the wrong way of looking at it as well, isn't it? 
because you you, you want to contribute, but you're you're sort of saying contributing positively can be perceived negatively. Yeah, that could also be yeah. One of the examples I guess we could also bring around, and um, you know, normally at, at this sort of uh, seasonal period, people get office parties going or parties. Okay, it's not going to happen again this year because of the uh, the COVID cases that you mm. referred to earlier. Um, but around these kinds of times, people could contribute acts like singing or poetry recitals or mm. telling a story and so mm. on. And, mm. um, you know, if, if I'm organizing this kind of event, I would love for people to say, yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do that. And really secretively, I think in every group, there are people who say, oh, I, I really want to do that. but I'm too shy to do it. Um, and. You know, with me, when I was uh, sort of younger, like much younger, I, I was always too shy. But then eventually I thought, you know, what, to hell with it, I'm going to do it. And then I kind of developed this reputation where everybody knew that my name was on the list for something because I'm either going to sing or recite something or, or some, somehow make a fool of myself because that's just basically what I ended up doing. And it was fun, mm. you know. Mm. Um, but I mean, how would you do it? You know, or, or how would you recommend uh, to people the, the the ladies that you speak with, for example, because you've often said you would much rather have the balls to ask somebody to dance and be said no to rather than thereafter think back to yourself and say, why didn't I ask him or her to dance? Yeah. You know? You see what I mean? That, that, yeah, that's yeah. kind of, I want to sort of come back to that, you know, what you've always sort of traditionally said, which is, you know, carpe diem, yes. you know, go for it, for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah, but I think one one really it is it is interesting that you yeah, that you came up now with the example of dancing because I was actually when you were talking now I was thinking of yeah I mean if I would have a Christmas party with my colleagues yeah. And somebody would ask me, could, could, could you, I don't know, go on the dance floor and dance? I don't know if I would do that. Really? Um, yeah. I mean, if if there would be somebody like to ask me, would you like to dance with me? Okay, yes. Maybe. <laughs> and <laughs> and here is where here is here's the why. Because for me, this is really a mixing of my private life and my work life. And mm. I actually don't know if I want that. You know, if I go out and if I if I can be a passionate singer, dancer, theater player, designer, draw like, um, you know, artist, whatever. Um, but it in, in my opinion, it depends also always on the environment where you are, where you feel good. I mean, mm. if I go out for a social or if I'm at a party in a private party, uh then then I dance there's no question but if I go out or if I have a and, and then it depends again you know like in my case for example I just started a new job I have all new colleagues I think I would be a bit more reserved or shy you know mm. like if you are in a team uh, since uh, two years five years uh, you had many adventures together you know like you you succeeded together and you failed together and you have uh, also some friendships within the team that's a whole different story you know mm. yeah i i have a feeling you're a lot braver than you're admitting at the moment because if, if somebody in your team let's say you really did have a Christmas party and somebody in your team says, Tanya, I've heard a rumor. You you are a bachata dancer. Um, would you do a dance for us uh, as one of the entertainment elements of our uh, festive show? I have a feeling you'd say, yeah. No, I'm, I'm actually... Yeah, no, but what you don't see is like I'm <laughs> I'm shaking my hand all along. <laughs> oh, <come laughs> I'm listening on. to you. No, 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 no. Really? Like, uh, no. Yeah, no. If 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 somebody during whether during the party somebody comes to me, a female or male or whatever colleague is coming to me and asking me, would you like to dance? Uh, it's a whole different story. Yes, 
but to I don't know prepare a, a performance something like this there I'm still like mm, not no <laughs> Okay. Let me, let me and try. then and then I have to tell you, yeah. then the, the regret thing doesn't kick in because it's like, I I mean, I don't have to dance everywhere and all the time, you know, I mean, the, the precondition is that I do it because I feel good and because I want it. Mm. Um, and for me, it would be really, um, yeah, not the right place somehow, like. If we talk like now, this month, mm -hmm. after I just started, not. Okay. So let's, let me give you a different situation then, yeah, because I'm full of these at the moment. I might as well get them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, please. right. So you're with your 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 colleagues and you're in a nightclub and you're and you're all dancing and then a bachata song comes on, and some one of your colleagues comes and asks you to dance and and then because you're you're so used to it um, and your colleague also knows how to dance it too, there's a, a sort of a circle is created around you. As in, would you dance then, or would you feel oh, I have to stop because you know I'm I don't want to become the center of attention? I think in that case I I can imagine to dance, yeah, because it's a whole different environment. Like with a circle or without a circle, I'd prefer without the circle. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like in a nightclub, a social event, um, you go you go out. Uh, you know, that is for dancing as well. And then somebody asks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I, I you know, then for me, the the, 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 the precondition or the frame uh, um, in my mind is like, okay, this is like, this is where I'm going to dance. And then who is with me is a different story than going to a Christmas party or an official event, you know, which is like a hundred percent business yeah for me i think i in in this things i i'm i'm still a bit i have a, a rather in inclusive no exclusive approach like um like this is my private life uh and we keep that out of work mm. and keep work life out of my private life as much as possible so mm. And I mean, of course, of course, colleagues know, they know, they know about uh, me driving motorcycles. I've been, for example, they, they've asked like a very first, very first meeting we had was like somebody was asking me, I heard you are driving a motorbike. It was like, yes, yeah, should, we should go and have uh, a tour together in summer. And I was like, yes, that is a different story, you know, mm. maybe because dancing is like, is a very it's a very personal thing mm -hmm. also for me so um yeah you see you i could I, I i gave that example of um the motorcycling because it yeah it's also not like a hundred percent that i wouldn't miss at miss uh, mix it at all you know mm. like going for a motor ride with colleagues i can perfectly imagine yeah. mm. But is it also because when you're riding your motorbike, it's the focus is on the motorbike, the focus is on the activity. Whereas when you are dancing, especially something as sensual as bachata, it's not simply the dance, yeah, but it's your interpretation and presentation. Yeah, yeah you show that. a lot. Yeah, you show yeah. a lot. You show yourself. And that is where we can close the cycle again. We we just started before. It's like you make yourself to be seen. And I simply don't want and don't don't need people with whom I have a professional relationship to see like all of me. Mm -hmm. I mean, those ones like my friends when I go out and those ones I dance with, they don't see me in my work life either, you know? I mean, and I think that is quite healthy. Mm. Yeah, this, this separation of the different yeah. elements of your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I don't need it like as sharp as possible and 100%, but I think it is good if the lines are not too blurred. Mm. It's good simply also for your work-life balance. You know, like, yeah, I mean, look, this is a really uh, an interesting topic in itself, work life balance. Um, 
but also what you said before the two because I, I think this would be one of the the few things that we would perhaps not necessarily disagree with but definitely have a, a very different perspective on because if, almost for me i kind of feel as though there is no professional self without the personal self um and I so, agree. Therefore, yeah, so for me the, the kind of the mixture of the two is almost automatic um even though i know what you mean when you say it um because you know acting professionally and so on and and you know but this term professional and i i feel has been bastardized so much over the years i mean what is professional because when I read about some of the behavior of senior executives towards some of their sort of feminine or, um, mm. should we say, less forceful uh, employees, mm. um, the term professional doesn't even figure, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, so this is kind of why I, I, I tend to say, well, you know, I'm not so sure that there is such a big line between personal and professional. Maybe if I if I re yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Uh, you can't get my profession. You can't get the professional Tanya without the private, like the personal Tanya. And everything I do on the personal level has uh, an impact on on my work life and vice versa. But uh, I learned, and I say I learned the hard way that I want to keep some parts of me for myself, or I don't want to share just i can choose i can choose what i show i can choose how much i show yeah and mm. i think that is with everybody yeah um, no absolutely and and i think um people who are 100 transparent uh, are either faking it um or i, I think have to reassess their, their approach to life i, I definitely uh, think what you're saying is correct because it's always important in every relationship to have an element of mystery uh, to not know everything about the other um, I, I think that adds to the adventure and excitement yes I'd agree hmm. but also this so the work-life balancing because this is this is also a topic of I mean we haven't forgotten the appreciation quotation from earlier yeah but I mean the work-life balance topic is also something that we've touched on in different ways before we've spoken about meditation we've spoken about mindfulness mm -hmm. um, you know having a proper awareness of where we are um, work-life balance though some people think that means you know uh, go to work for eight hours sleep eight hours and you have eight hours to yourself but that, that's not quite as simple as that um, from my understanding which is quite basic work-life balance actually means that you you vary the various activities of your life uh, to satisfy certain physical mental and cultural needs um, without which your life would perhaps feel um, out of balance. Is that partially what it is or would you go further? Mm, I would, I would uh, for me, work-life balance is actually to take care of myself. And, and every person needs different things for that. Like, I mean, I've been, I've been working in teams, I've been leading teams, and uh, there is no work-life balance like the other. You, you, like everybody of us needs different things. Mm -hmm. You know, you have, uh, for me, like work balance is already, uh, uh, you have early birds and you have the not so early birds. I'm one of those not so early birds. So you will, if it's not an emergency, you will not find me 7 a.m. in the morning in the office or at the desk. Mm. You know, that is rather the case in the evening. And then you have others, they they love it because they are early birds. And for them, they're the most productive uh, uh, hours are between 7 and 10 or between 7 and lunchtime. And then they stop at 3 and, uh, and enjoy their day, mm. you know. Mm. So the, the like I think work work life balance is like in every mouth and 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 I think many there are very many standardized um, um, approaches to work life balance which is also good but at the end of the day work life balance for me is a whole different story than for you because you need different things than I need.
from the way like from our from the characters we are from the family statues from like everything you know um a 20 year old needs something else than a, than a 50 year old um I, i don't know like yeah and i think the 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 most important thing for um uh for leaders for bosses is uh to give the room um, um, and to find a consensus for the different ways of work-life balance so that, that you can work together as a team, but that everybody as an individual has some space uh, for his or herself as well. And that's a, it's quite a balancing act. Mm. I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, I My point was that w within our sort of daily routines mm. we should or perhaps even over a week or a month we we have to look to satisfy various elements um so obviously work is and rest are in many cases fundamental because yeah. obviously you need to pay for things and you need to rest to be able to do all the things that you need to do but mm -hmm. on top of that there are the other interests there's seeing friends there's spending time with the partner there's um, you know, reading, there's um, engaging in culture, there's playing sports or other kind of physical exercise. Mm -hmm. there's, you know, there, there are all mm -hmm. of these things. And mm -hmm. if we don't um, address our needs, mm -hmm. our individual needs, mm -hmm. then our life is out of balance, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, though, isn't it? I mean, doesn't it also have, have, have a sort of big um, effect on On, on actually understanding what our needs are. Yeah, you have to understand yourself first. Yeah, <laughs> that's the key. <laughs> and it's also very hard sometimes. Mm. Like it, it takes, um, yeah, for some of us, it takes time to understand. For others, not. Others, again, never understand it. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, do, do you have like any tips on on? Because I mean, you've you said before, you know, you've bloodied your nose often. You've uh, you've you've knocked yourself down, or you've been knocked down, and you've you, you know you've stood up again, and um, you spent a lot lot of time over the last few years identifying what you want, and mm -hmm. you you've put in the effort. Mm -hmm. um, you know, from that, I mean. What kind of advice would you give to somebody who's who's at that at the beginning where they, they they decide I need more from my life but I don't know what I want? What what advice could you give? Yeah, if it's still at the stage I don't know what I want, then this is like very the very early stage. Um, I think maybe two things start spending time with yourself um, like sit with yourself go for a walk go to a coffee bar on your own and don't entertain yourself uh, all the time by it doesn't matter newspaper instagram facebook whatever like social media but like stay stay with you um and uh, and see what's happening And then the other thing, the second thing would actually be is like, um, what do you like? What do you like? What do you love? When does your heartbeat get up? When does a smile uh, uh, come to your face? When when doing what, you know, mm. when like uh, and and then follow this this path. Um, and sometimes we have to dig a bit, uh, a bit deeper. Sometimes it, uh, we have to go even back to our teenage dreams, which I actually did. Um, um, and you have to, uh, um, yeah, take them out of the, I don't know, the, <laughs> the last corner <laughs> of, mm. of your suitcase somewhere and uh, bring them to daylight. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and and then the other thing is like um, we have I think very many of us know actually what they need, but uh, um, they are not saying it, they are not communicating it. And this is something for me, which is uh, also very important. Like if you know what you need, you need to say so. 
um, example. Um, it took me a while, many years, to understand that in winter, for me, it's really hard to 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 get out in the dark. So, for example, I like to go for my sports training, you know. So if I do the nine to five, nine to six, whatsoever. So in winter, five five, five p.m. it's dark. Six p.m. it's dark. So when I do the the normal hours like that, you know, like we used to do earlier, like a couple of years ago, uh, with the Kernarbeitszeit, I wouldn't know how to say that in English. Um, then then it happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah so take yeah, it. Your, is this your core working hours is that is yeah that the core working hours you know like <laughs> this nine to five yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so um for me it was very hard and then uh sometimes i skipped training and then i got angry on myself because i know it's good for me when i had all the day i engaged my brain and i was sitting there to to like use uh, my body and move my body um so now nowadays now i know this so what i'm and nowadays thank god we have also more flexibility a bigger greater flexibility in working hours so in in winter what i'm doing is I go or in the morning to do my sport so that I'm not starting at nine, but maybe starting at 10 if there is not an important meeting, for example, you know, so or I use my lunch break. So so I do a longer lunch break. I am out. I go for training. I come back and then I work later in the evening because if it's dark and cold and rainy and chilly outside, if I work until five, six, seven or eight, for me, sometimes it doesn't make a difference if I know that I did already what I wanted to do and what is good for me and what relieves the stress and what relaxes me. Know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. And you do need, as you sort of suggested earlier, you need to push yourself sometimes, don't you? Because some days you wake up yeah. and you think, I can't be bothered, but not get a routine and yes. stick with it yeah yeah and then also communicate say what you need i mean um and we are so each each one of us we are so different from each other we need so different so many different things and it is always possible to find a, a bottom line a consensus even in a team you know like uh, then maybe within a team you say like okay so our team internal core working hours are between uh, 11 and 3 so we need all to be there you know or and if you have a project or I don't know there's like we have so many opportunities nowadays and I think we still don't use all of them absolutely I mean again you know, whenever the word opportunity comes comes around uh, you know, I always think about what you said before you know grab it you know seize that opportunity um because i i think it's you're too many when, when you if you miss one opportunity then you're kind of going to miss another one and then another one and um you know, no opportunity should be allowed to, to to be let go um where possible of course it's easier said than done yes but but i have to i have to say zag that what 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 should also not what should not happen is like if if we don't use an opportunity to like uh, leash ourselves mm. you know like okay i decided to not take this opportunity fine uh understood check it's past you know yeah. and yeah. not to hang on to it and then then because th that is the that is the mm, the difficult part of it they're like oh my god and i should have done and then you weaken yourself with that and mm. you weaken the trust in yourself. You know, yeah, we are human beings. We are also allowed not to take an opportunity. But if you have a tendency to not use opportunities, then it is good if you have a look at the why. You know, yeah. not to not to blame yourself, but to ask yourself, okay, why is it in this field that I'm going make taking a step back than taking a step forward? Because there is a reason. 
So, but you need to 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 understand the reason, then to be able to grab opportunities of this kind. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And um, you know, as you say, don't make regrets, as it were, as in don't allow the regrets to dominate your future, but um, yeah, adapt and yeah. overcome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And look, I know we want to also move on to one of your uh, quotations. But before we do, let's just quickly round up this this TED one, because, you know, as you observed yesterday when I presented it kind of to mm. you initially, um, you also mentioned this, you know, the, the second side of it. So we'll always do more than what is expected. Um, and you, you had a, you know, a very interesting thing to say about that bit, too. You mean the thing of that? It seems to me also highly manipulative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because you were you were referring to it also in the in the work field, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. like there is a there is a fundamental difference of a profound and honest appreciation of some somebody, yeah, or an instrumentalized appreciation. The first one is a gift without expectation and that is actually what appreciation should be in mm. my, if you ask my, if you ask me the second one is is a is a calcul is a calculation is a manipulation of of the person uh, and i think this is a, this is yeah is happening is happening a lot and and this part of or this um, this part of potential meaning of the quote is the part I don't like and where I would say like we need to be but uh, we, we need to pay attention no mm. yeah. I'm completely with you because because I really believe that there are people out there in the working field who have responsibility for a team for a project for I don't know uh, who use this like in the in a negative sense like use like you you give somebody like if you have a colleague somebody in your team and you can see that this person really um relies on uh um on appreciation yeah then is the worst thing you can do is to instrumentalize it you know because then you're like giving this but you are um how do you, you link it with expectations and, and you make this person yeah guided by the outside and mm-hmm. not by the inside you know and i like to think of appreciation and confirmation as a as a gift and i mean i decide if I give you confirmation for something, if I give you appreciation for something, and if I do so, I I, I just give it away. I don't want anything back. Yeah, which is essentially what a gift should be, isn't yeah, exactly. it? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. So w- w- this, this, we're going to say the second part, as it were. But um, <laughs> you always do these fantastic quotations on a daily basis can you can you quick just give us a bit of a talk about why you do that okay yeah what you mean is that i have uh, um i i'm posting quite regularly a status on on whatsapp and uh why am i doing this because i find so many inspirational quotes um or pictures um and um it's a mixture. It's a mixture of sometimes I see something and I just want to share it because I like it. Um, sometimes I'm, I find a quote which really um, mirrors what I am feeling. So I'm giving it out. Um, sometimes I want to remind people and myself and um actually when i started i don't even know i can't recall when i started it um um uh, it it became a kind of uh, a communication um with uh, with uh, yeah my friends and all the all the people i have in my address book <laughs> so um um and i yeah some sometimes i get answers like hey, you nailed it or beautiful or whatever and so this i 
it's nice or you just get a, a sign a heart or a smile or whatever and uh it's nice i mean yeah but actually i just do it because i want to share it so even if i won't get any um uh, reaction which also often happens um i do it mm. and I'll, I'll, i mm? please no, I just want to say that I I um, actually also this year started to I did um, some posts also very personal one when my when my father died for example or I think earlier this year I found old pictures um, of my mom and me when I was really when I was a baby girl and uh, and I I really liked the picture it was so 70s style so I posted it. You know, so uh, and I was also there like, mm, I am showing too much of myself, but I liked it and I wanted to share it. And and I did it. And um, uh, surprise, surprise, nothing bad happened. Mm, yeah. I mean, so many times I, I, I see your status um, updates and um, I, I think they're always um a certain meaning behind them uh, on or there could be perhaps a uh, a principle or an ethic or a moral but i mean less from a, a as a moralistic perspective but it's more like um inspirational it's more like uh, encouraging or empowering what i find um, but the, sometimes you also have something which I, I i read and i think you know that's really funny um, yeah, 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 yeah. I have that's uh, that's it's not all like uh, really serious shit and all about uh, I don't know how I don't know. No, it's I have also very, very, very funny posts. I sometimes I find things they really make me uh, laugh out loud and then I want to I want to share the, the laughter. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And I also know that I mean. Those quotes, they always show only one side. I mean, with each, I mean, you, you just brought up at the beginning of the podcast a quote, you know, I mean, and we could talk about that quote for hours, you know, so I, I am pretty much aware that there are many different sides to each quote, but, uh, and sometimes I also have then um, discussions when I meet friends. I was like, they, they, they are saying like, Red, you you won, you had a, a quote last week. I just wanted to tell you that I think in this and this and that way. And this is beautiful because then you start a conversation about that. And uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know there are many aspects to it. And uh, and sometimes I also like to, to tease, you know, to, to trigger. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm happy to hear that you that you uh, that you like them. <laughs> yeah, they're brilliant. I mean, to be honest, I, I don't respond to all of them because otherwise I'd be messaging you every day. Um, so that, that's, <laughs> yeah, um, but there are there are definitely a few that sort of jump up at me depending on my mood. And mm -hmm. um, and so on those occasions I've responded, but I, I do find it very entertaining. Um, yeah, we, we, you had hoped to do a sensual talk in Berlin. Now, obviously, for, you know, clear reasons uh, that hasn't happened. So, you know, 2022 is, is the magic year for Berlin's first sensual talk. Yeah. Um, but you've got one next week. Is that correct? That this week, Friday. Uh, this week. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yes. This Friday. Yeah, indeed. Um, mm, yes. Yeah. Yes. How's the how's the planning for that looking? Um. Uh, great. I will. Uh, I will uh, do an amazing uh, sweet potato carrot soup, <laughs> <laughs> and we will have, of course, some bubbles. And uh, yeah, I have already some ladies who said that they'd love to come. And yeah, I'm looking very much forward because it's uh, the it's going to be the last time, obviously, at the end of the year for 2021. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy to to get uh, in touch again um, with some of the ladies. And yeah, yeah. and uh, about Berlin, yeah, I mean, it was on my list last year. It was on my list this year. It will be on my <laughs> list for next year. <laughs> and let's see uh, how it uh, how it goes next year. But it would mm. be great. Yeah, yeah, it would be great to do. I for for next year, I I have um, I would wish 
to have the central talk uh, again on a more regular base than now this year due to COVID and also at some other in some other cities, yeah, mm. like Berlin, for example. Yeah, that'd be mm. great. Mm. And um, yeah, and you just mentioned uh, on your your annual list, and um, just before we we started recording, you mentioned your review of 2021. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, obviously, I think you've only just started it. So it's, it's not perhaps fair to ask you to read out this entire document. But I mean, a couple of highlights. Um, you know, what would you sort of pick out really for you for 2021? Oh, there are many different things. Like from uh, I, I got my old lady, I, I, I bought the bike. Mm. Like mm -hmm. I, which is not buying the bike, but uh, fulfilling a, a teenage dream, uh, being able to dance uh, the entire summer, uh, to have amazing um, trips with friends of mine, to have, uh, to I'm so grateful for all the amazing people I got to know and uh, I had this year in my life. I'm very happy that I'm healthy that I did so many trips by bike and by car and I'm still here in one piece and healthy and that's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's such a, yeah, um, my my lovely apartment, like, yeah, like there are so many different things. Um, um, I'm, I'm grateful for this year, yeah. Yeah, and I'm I that's true. I I I started the review of this year because I I think it's always good to have a closure because you before you open up uh, for something new. And I'm doing this since a couple of years now, and for me this is nice. Um, and as this year had some really like some challenges, some very particular challenges. Mm, I don't want to sideline them, but I don't want them to take the major part of what I, um, yeah, what life had for me this year. Mm. You know, because again, we human beings have the tendency to see the negative and the bad e much much easier, much more easily and stronger. And so I try to. Mm, as I said, not to sideline it, not to forget about it, but I want to see both mm. the the good and the challenging things. And I want, I, I try to be thankful and grateful for all experiences, which yeah. is uh, with some experiences it's easier, with others not so easy. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, un understandable. Um, well, I mean, you definitely rate. Uh, as a highlight uh, in my 2021 year. Oh, and the podcast. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd better say that. Otherwise, you'd forget it completely. I mean, my word. Sorry. You know? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> actually, I wanted to say it also at the end. I, mean, I think we are at the end. No, that I this this journey, I'm saying like this journey of ours this year with the podcast for me was amazing. If somebody would have told me in March, April uh, that I would do like seven podcasts with you and that I would so highly enjoy it, you know, because talking about the topic, um, I'm, I mean, I know I'm stepping out of my comfort zone with the podcast. It's like it get, it's getting easier and easier and I'm having more fun, more fun. But particularly the first one or two podcasts we did, I was like, oh, my God, do I really want this? And uh, and then it's online and people can actually listen to it. And then after I think the third or the fourth podcast we did, I decided to I was like, OK, you did that. So then you can also have the guts to share it. And then I I put the link also on my Facebook profile and and I mean there are really people listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> what a shock! <laughs> <laughs> no, and I mean this was amazing. Like for me, I was I was I have this in my mind since a couple of years to do a podcast on my own, and and this year I just. In uh, in your person, the, the the chance, the opportunity just came to me. 
I was like, okay, yeah, 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 I can also do it in this way. So yeah, let's do that. Mm. Amazing. And I really, really hope and I really, I'm really looking forward for next year and to do some more, some more hot many. stuff. <laughs> many. Absolutely. Many, many, many. Yeah. And um, yeah, let's jump into all the topics. Um, and uh, yeah, let's just let's challenge uh, one another yeah. um, in, in as many ways as possible. Um, Tanya, yeah, we, uh, you know, okay, I joked a bit, but really, you know, it's been brilliant uh, sharing these, uh, these hours with you, uh, listening to your extremely um, emotional, inspirational, unique words. Um, uh, every podcast uh, has been an adventure. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, as much as we plan, but sometimes, you know, when we come together, we really don't know where we're going to end up, you know? Um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, brilliant. Thank you. What can I say? Thank you. It's just brilliant. Thanks. Thanks to you. And I, um, thumbs up that you had this idea at the beginning of the year. I mean, I also listened to some of your other podcasts. I, I think, uh, it's 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 amazing. Please please continue. Not only to talk to me, but <laughs> like yeah, I'm I'm really um, curious what uh, what post podcasts are there to come next year. Yeah, cool. Brilliant. Brilliant. Thank you very much. I w all that remains for me to say: have a great time on Friday, um, and also uh, yeah, season's blessings. Um, I hope so you have a, a wonderful uh, conclusion to the year. And obviously, um, I hope uh, January the 1st shines very brightly upon you. Yeah, hopefully. I wish the same to you and to, to your family and to everybody who is listening. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs>